We want to thank you for joining us for One Times One. I'm Rob. And I'm Sue. And we're the Parkers. So today's sponsor, Sue, why don't you tell us a little bit about today's Our sponsor. Our unsponsored sponsored is BARK. BARK stands for Bonnie's Animal Rescue Kingdom. And our two dogs that we rescued from there are joining us today. You will hear licking because they groom each other with licking, clearly. Yes. Um, but they are with us today. So we're going to kind of give a shout out to them. Our dogs have been... Um, a highlight of COVID for us. Come say hi. We, yes. um, this is babe. This is babe. And this, and this is, is Jake. Jake. But they only come towards me. <laughs> but they do like me. COVID. Okay. That's been the highlight of COVID for me is the dogs. Call have them. Really? Come here. Come here. The dogs have come to like me. They actually sometimes will choose me above you. Sometimes. Right. Sometimes. So, yep. um, especially babe, I think it's like the girl thing. <laughs> yes. She Did, loves. Oh, just got to kiss. <laughs> she loves Sue. I'm just not really into animals kissing my face. Yeah. So I kind of I am. a little hesitant about that. But. Yeah. And Jakey's my buddy. Jakey's my Jakey's buddy. Jakey's always been your buddy. Yeah. yeah. Jakey, Jakey's got a very soft place in my heart. But babe is catching up. Yeah. It's a little scary. Jake just has a bad stomach, so that's where you lose me. Yeah, yeah. He's got some stomach <laughs> issues, and it's not COVID. But he does like me. Issues. He loves you. Yeah. So uh, today, here's what we're going to talk about. Just because... You know, we we've had we've had a bizarre COVID week. Let's be honest, a lot. I've had uh, family members um, get COVID. A lot of just conversations. I always have COVID in my life. Too many, right, too many. Yeah. And so, one of the things we really want to talk to talk to you all about is about partnering through the pandemic. Now, today's gonna be a little bit different because we're gonna talk about marriage, but we're also gonna talk about parenting because we have been married for almost twenty four years, and parenting has been a huge part of it. So during the pandemic, it's been partnering <laughs> for our marriage, but also for our children. And so we want to just really talk to you about this. Um, I, I, let's just be a little bit more. Um, we've really mapped this one out because there are some real things we want to hit on today. Mm -hmm. um, I know a lot of times we kind of just kind of go back and forth, even though we've mapped it out. This one's been a little bit more strategic. And I think it's so real right now, right? The pandemic yeah. is still really amongst us. So we really wanted to make sure we hit, yeah. you know, the, the key points that we have been dealing with for the past year and will continue to deal with because yes. COVID's not gone. It's not gone and there's going to be a new normal, which in a way is a good thing. There are some really good new normals. Like they say that when it comes to technology, we have jumped 10 years ahead of ourselves in a year. I mean, think about this. We're podcasting in our basement and this is my office that we've turned into a studio mm -hmm. and we have technology that if we really wanted to, we, this could be 4K. We just don't put it in 4K, but we have the technology to put it in the 4K. I mean, the things that we get to do, I got to teach a whole seminary class from my basement. It was a lot of fun. I mean, you, you've done many things too like that. Yeah, we do. So, I mean, we don't have meetings in person anymore, right? Yeah. School meetings are all Zoom now, so. Yep. So a couple of things we have to realize that couples have either thrived or have died during COVID. That's just a reality. You hear of couples that have thrived or they have died and they've really struggled. And it's something that we have really um, have watched. And mm -hmm. some of the couples that we know that have really done really well, you know, pre-COVID have struggled. And those who are struggling pre-COVID have done really, really well. And what I've noticed is it doesn't have an age limit. It doesn't matter if you've been together for over 24 years or if you've been together for five years or 50 years. It doesn't really matter. There's just something that this pandemic brings out that really has hit some hard issues. Well, we were thrown to be with one another <laughs> for a long time. Right. A long time. Um, and so really one of the things that we've had to learn to do as a couple and as parents is also we've had to restructure on the fly. 
We've had to change our rooms up. We've had to restructure our house. Um, we've had to do a lot. We've had to learn on the fly. We had yep. to teach uh, new technology to kids to start saying, this is your new normal. This is mm -hmm. your new normal. Um, one of the things that I think that has happened is that the whole idea of our routines have been thrown off. They are not what they were. We were a very active family, multiple sports happening all over the place. We love having people at our house. Uh, we did a lot of meetings in people's homes and at churches mm -hmm. and all of that stopped. Yeah. And really routine, if you are a person who thrives on routine, COVID is hard. Even if yeah. you had to get up and work every day, <laughs> you might have been able to get up and turn your camera off and people not see you. And maybe you didn't get ready for the day. Like it really threw people who are creatures of habit and need that routine. Yep. And it threw our sleep schedule off because we totally. started, we, we would get up really early every morning. Well, you were better at it than me. Okay. Yeah. So let's just be honest. I used to be, I used to be better at it. And then we flipped, yeah. but we were getting up at seven o'clock. Like yeah, we never get up at seven. We get, that's like a weekend time. And so it really changed our routine yep. and threw it off. Um, and, and for a lot of couples, one of the hardest parts was no space allowed, no space allowed. Mm -hmm. So we have good friends of ours whose husband travels all the time. And it was a whole new routine to have her husband home every single day and it really isn't even a negative it's just the the figuring out how to manage this i yep. can't walk into my bedroom because that's now an office i can't run the washing machine because it's going to be heard on the zoom call like these are real things, real things that have things. we've had to figure out right yep. and we've had to learn to manage the unknown and i think that for so most many, people yep. has been scary yep. Yep. you know like i laugh when i think about a year ago or maybe a little over a year ago when we were like frantically looking for toilet paper, right? Yep. But like, we really thought we might run out of these essential items, toilet yeah. paper, paper towels. We stocked up on water. I mean, yeah. we have like rice and canned chicken for like a year. Well, I'm kind of a borderline prepper beforehand. Yeah, Let's be but honest. we, you know, so. but that was unknown, right? Are yes. we going to be able yeah. to get our hands on this stuff? Yeah. And so it's, I mean, Amazon prime went from being 24 to 48 hours to six to seven days. Yeah. And that's hard. That was hard. Right. And it's, I mean, we're saying it joking, jokingly, but it's true. It was hard for yep. a lot of couples, but let's, let's take a little time. Let's talk about parenting. Um, it was a whole new way of learning for our mm -hmm. kids and it was difficult because they didn't want to like, like at first it was a novelty, like, Oh great. We get to work from our beds. And I love one of my favorite, favorite pictures was I wanted to Ben's room, he was a senior, and he was sleeping with his shirt off, with the camera facing him, and I'm like, Ben. And he had a blanket, didn't he have like a blanket over a, him or yeah, something? And I'm like, Ben, put a shirt on, they can see you. And he's like, Dad, the camera's off, <laughs> they can't see me. And so it was a new way of learning. And mm -hmm. even this year, you know, Lucas had to quarantine because someone in his class. And so you would be in school, out of school, mm -hmm. in school, out of school. And for like you and Mawa, it seemed like you started going to school and then all, all of a sudden November hit and you didn't go back to school yep. sometime in January, right? Yeah, we would be open, close, open, close, whether someone had a quarantine or, or whatever, um, you know. And that was, and honestly, that was the newness of it, right? Because we yep. didn't know what we were doing. With, with this exposure. Now we've become very good and, and we don't have to close. Yep, That's huge. And some kids really thrived and some kids really, really struggled, really, really struggled to have to do this whole new way of learning. I, I think one of the hardest things for us was is because we had a senior in high school and a daughter who was graduating college. 
And this brought about a new form of loss. I mean, even for these seniors this year, they're not gonna have a normal graduation. Yeah. I mean, we it's, had a, it's a form of grieving. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, and they our had to grieve. And our kids go to Eastern Christian school uh, school system in uh, North Halden, and they did a fabulous job with their with their you know video graduation, but. It still wasn't graduation. There's I, no prom. No prom. And there's no prom this year. Yep. You know, these are still things that are rites of passages for your seniors in high school. Yep. And our daughter didn't even have a graduation from college. Yep. Their college canceled it. And it was like, and she, it it was almost harder on her graduating college than it was for our son to graduate high school. Yeah. It, it really is. And I think once again, you, you look forward to these milestones your whole life. And then when you're told they're taken away, yep, it's like, what do I do with this? I know that I'm thankful, I'm healthy, I'm thankful, I'm good. But, but it's a hard concept for, it's hard for adults, but children, you know, yep. I mean, they, they have a really, their, their cause and effect is a little bit different, you know, and they kind of are more looking at it according to them and they don't see the grander picture and it's really difficult. Yeah. We had some difficult months of trying to process this with our teenage children. Yeah, it, I would say it was the first time in parenting that um, it got a little scary. There yeah. was a couple moments where I know uh, one conflict I had with one of my, with one of our children, of course, that was very, very frightening. It was the first time I was frightened after a fight. Mm -hmm. I, was, I was thinking, did I just ruin yep. the relationship? And I think that happened to a lot of people that they, they got into these arguments or these um, disputes that maybe still have residual effects. Mm -hmm. And it's very, very, very hard. And for the student, really, remote, some kids are very self-motivated and can do that. And for other children, it is very hard. Yeah, especially if they have learning disabilities. Yeah, and yeah, for our, yeah. um, you know, our oldest, Brandon, we talked about him last week, but in law school, visually online and on the computer all the time is a nightmare. He is still doing law school. Virtually. Basically virtually. Yeah, he's, he's virtual. spending tens of thousands of dollars on law school where he can basically do it from his apartment. I think another problem was the whole idea of loss of community and isolation and really finding space in the midst of everything going on because there were so many unknowns to let our kids go be with friends and social distancing in the beginning. And that was the most awkward. That was the hardest. Now it's easy because we, we've, we've figured it out and our kids know what kind of our expectations are. Mm -hmm. um, but even our one son had to get his driver's license. Usually it's a big nightmare. deal. We had to drop DMV's him off. DMV is a nightmare on a good day. Yeah. This is a disaster. Yeah. COVID DMV is really Disaster. Really bad. Yeah. It was, uh, uh, oh my goodness, that yeah. was terrible. And I think another thing that we have to realize is having to handle parental problems on a macro level. Because mm. we always say like big kids, big problems, little kids, little problems. No matter if you had big kids or little kids, every situation at times felt macro. Mm. It's true. And I think once again, like you said, when we opened, we were just together a lot. There was nothing to diffuse anything going on. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, even talking about like spending time as a couple, well, we had a ton of time together. And I know a lot of couples have talked to me about this. We spend so much time together now, but it's not that quality time. Yeah. It's like, we're just together and you tons can of almost, quantity. yes, tons, tons of quantity, of quantity yep. but not quality. And I think between couples and between their kids, you're thinking we're together all the time, but are you really spending that time together yeah. to grow, to see how each other's doing, to see how your kids are doing? Yeah, you know? and fortunately, I don't do a lot of travel. I do minimal travel. I travel uh, a few times a year, and matter of fact, it's it's one of the reasons why I've, I haven't taken certain jobs, certain ministry stuff, because of the travel that I knew it was going to be, and it wasn't gonna work for us. 
But for the couples that went from like traveling a ton to traveling not at all, I, I got to say like that's very very difficult. And, very and difficult. It seemed like when I talked to when we have talked to both couples, the husband loved being home. It was harder on the wife because yeah. they had such a routine mm -hmm. and they knew how to have that routine even when it came to parenting. They had such a routine that when it came to parenting, it was almost hard to to really integrate their spouse into that. And so Absolutely. let's talk about some red flags, uh, major flags that would pop that had popped up during COVID, not just for for us, but for any couple. I think anxiety and fear, it was the big one, right? Um, we talked about like the unknown of what COVID, but you know, then then you start talking about like people getting COVID that you know, and you know, um, unfortunately my brain sometimes knowing uh, too much knows all of the examples of COVID. You know, I know the people who have um, a runny nose and I know the people who um, yep. have a lot more. So I think for us as a family, I brought some fear and anxiety knowing way too much of this virus and the effects it had on the body. Yeah. And for someone who has probably struggled with anxiety in the past, but I never knew how to identify it, I would say that now I've identified, wow, I can wrestle with anxiety. Yep anxiety more than i mean a fear and anxiety are different there there is a difference they're different but they intermingle in yes, a way you know yes. and so i definitely have seen that there's been some anxiety in my life that has popped up mm -hmm. I, I think another one is isolation and it was so interesting that during the heat of covid like last april uh, how many people just wanted to get on zoom just to be with one another i mean even as a church everything we mm -hmm. did was online and our couples group we didn't go from every other week. We, we did every Friday night where there would be at least four to six couples that were on every single week. Just to see each other. Just to see. And we would do one hour and they just wanted to because they felt so isolated. For us being so um, social, it's been hard. And in some ways, you almost get used to it. And it's like, this is not always healthy. It's good that we have a lot of time alone, but we were also created to be with other people. And it's been it's been tough. Yeah, and it's it, you can get into a dangerous routine. I think that's what's really important. I think another thing that so many people have talked about is anger. And anger is a really broad topic. Um, in our family, we see um, our children, when they're anxious, they get angry. Yeah. And so some of the anger that was coming out that we were seeing, in essence, was not really anger. Um, maybe some, but it really was anxiety, disappointment, you know, fear, all those things. But anger is a big thing. Uh, yeah. Frustrated, trying to be on a work call and people are screaming in the background or they're deciding to lift weights in the garage and bang the weights. And, yeah. you know, there's all these different factors. It would be easy to get angry because you're short tempered because you're together. Yeah. Right. So much. And you're like, oh, they know I have this. We talked about this, you know. Yeah. And I think really the last one just to bring up, because we can bring up a hundred of them. Yeah. Is the idea of control, um, unknowns about the future, really little unknowns. And I think that's been the hardest part for people is their loss of control and being told what they can and cannot do. And really this, that there are not a lot of 
a lot of unknowns that are out there right now that we really don't yeah. know what's going to happen next. And the vaccine and do I get vaccinated? Do I not get vaccinated? You know, the whole idea of a symptom or two symptoms or, or what we do. And it's just this idea. I traveled. This, I didn't travel. I did this. I yes. saw someone. Should I quarantine? Should I not? Should we close down? Should we not? There's so much unknown with this. Yep. Finances, the whole idea of the housing yep. market, the whole idea of uh, people's jobs being lost or maybe being lost. There's so many unknowns. And it really hasn't gone away. There, yeah. You know, it started out like a way and we're still dealing with that. You know, we're still dealing with all those unknowns. Yep. And I think it's one of those things that what we have to do is we've got to really be able to um, get a hold of the things that we can get a hold of and the things that we can't, mm. we got to let them go. We got to let them go. So um, let's talk about things we had to do. Mm -hmm. What are some things we had to do? We had to become better listeners. Yep. Um, we really needed to learn to listen to one another to our children and not just react. It, you know, I just said this, but it's very easy to react when you're just all together and you think the other person should be respecting. I'm on a call or I'm on a, a, a Zoom or you know I have a meeting at this time or you know I'm in school. Why would you come in and bring laundry? You know, yeah. like things like that. So I think it's just being able to listen and really, um, really intently listen. Yeah, and we had to really look at things as like, this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. Mm. And that's where you did a good job helping yeah. us because you're a nurse and you're in the medical world. You're saying, guys, it's not getting over. And I'd be like, no, it's getting over June 1st, June 1st. We're going to Vermont, June 10th. And she's like, we're not going to Vermont for I'm another like, year. I'm like, two to three years. We're not. <laughs> I'm like, that's not true. And she's like, and, and it would cause frustration. Mm -hmm. But there came a point that we just had to say, listen, this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. And I think giving each other space or your children's space was really important. Um, we are a couple that spend a lot of time together, but there are moments where you need to be, you know, normally we'd go through a work day and we'd have our time to get other stuff done. Well, that yeah. didn't really happen, right? So being able to give each other space if needed um, and our children, we talked about grieving. Yep. And they needed that space sometime just to grieve. One of our children said, you're not going to make it better, so stop trying. I was like, ouch. But it's true. Like, you want to make it better for them, for your spouse. But you just have to sometimes have that space to grieve. Yeah. And you also just need space to think. Mm. Like, that was when we, when we went away, yeah. the one thing I had shared with Sue, I said, you know, sometimes I'm concerned to ask for space because I don't want to offend you. And she's like, what do you mean? I said, because there is time that I just need space to think. I need space to process. And um, it was actually opened the door for a good conversation for us. Yeah. I think another thing that we, we really did well early on, because so many sporting events with our kids, we learned to capitalize on dinner, on meals, specifically It was probably dinner. the first time that we really were able to spend dinners together. Yeah. And you know? we do dinner together three days a week, maybe four some good weeks because of pizza night. Yeah, not but, really anymore. I mean, this we have kids working those hours, yeah. but this has changed. You know, it's, it's changed. changed. COVID kind of changed that. But we do, I would say before, we were about three days a week. And then yeah. again, pizza night if we had a pizza night. Um, or at least there would be pizza out for them. But I think mm -hmm. we did a good job capitalizing not only on eating together, but eating better together. We started having fun with dinners and things and, and it was always like, you know, a joke, you know, you know, dad made his new cheesy chicken and how many times is dad going to say this is the greatest meal ever? Ever. Anytime ever. Rob cooks, it's the greatest, greatest burger, it's the greatest yes. anything yep. we've ever had. Yeah. So, so, but I think we had to really not only capitalize on that, but 
but finding space to have fun. One thing that Sue does really well is she she really does encourage the kids to play games. <laughs> and I became a game sort of kind of Rob maybe notoriously person. did not like games. I hate games. Right. Too competitive of a family. Too competitive. Let's it's be difficult. It's difficult. There's For always someone, someone who, who cries. Yeah. I, I don't like playing games. Yeah, someone reason. always is like maybe not crying, but walking away angry or something yeah. like that. Um, but we really we got into a rhythm and it doesn't have to be a long game like Monopoly, but we got into this yes. rhythm of playing these quick games that were like a 15, 20 minute game where I could just personally win at lunch and then go back to work and feel good about myself. See, why has it gotta be about personally her? Personally, it was about my goal. Did you but, just hear that everybody? The yeah. reason she loves games is so she can win. And I the, like Skippo because I pretty much dominate Skippo. And this is a lesson saying. that God has really taught me in life is that when I don't overthink things I do really well so with games I don't really care if I win and how True. often do I win well that's the problem then he would join us he's like why did no one invite me and we're like uh, because you always win because you don't try and don't care so you just win and it's so irritating yeah so, God really taught me something yeah. about that so Rob wasn't always included but a lot of times we tried to I mean we did yeah and then I started yeah. liking it better but, but I think another thing even more importantly as a couple is finding new creative ways to be together like Yes, we walked every day. Yep. Yes, we would watch, you know, a a series on Netflix. But I think that one of our greatest joys was when we would load up our little, we have a little uh, Volkswagen Beetle, and we would go to um, Allendale Bar and Grill. We would do takeout, just the two of us. We would go to Crestwood Lake. We would pop the trunk of our little black beetle with a, gr a gray stripe, racing stripe down the middle. I got to say that because my kids hate the stripe. Mm -hmm. And we would just listen to Carol King. We would just go eat. And there's a reason why. We love Carol King because we saw that on Broadway and it was yes. like a really special time yeah. for us. So yep. Yep. it would bring us back to a place and we would eat our burger and yep. listen, to the, listen to the little frogs in the pond. Yes. And, and we start singing and everyone, yep. and all, the, all the animals would crowd around no, us and not sing at with all. us. It was, it was really like very merry puppins. Yeah, it wasn't. It was but, great. No, but it was great. And that was a creative date night. It was for yep. us to get away um, from any chaos yep. and have that intimacy of time together for us to see how we're doing. And it was just good to get out of the house. It was good to get out of our, our space and almost make it something special. And that's part of the problem with couples. They're like, oh, we're doing date night at home once again. I think that's where you have to be careful, yeah. especially mm -hmm. with little kids. Well, we're going to do date night at home. Those things catch up on you in a bad way and you got to create ways to get creative and so we would just figure out ways to get creative yep. so and i think we've done a good job moving forward with that as well um it's now become like a new routine i uh, just talked to some friends today actually i said hey you guys gonna come over in a couple weeks for for dinner and they're like no i thought we we're gonna do that uh Crestwood thing with the whole and he goes you know uh, James Taylor I said Carol King he goes well James Taylor and <laughs> Carol King and his wife's like Carol King and so um, so it's kind of it's, it was kind of fun so let's, yeah. let's talk about moving forward like how have we moved forward and what are the things that we're really <laughs> taking with us as we as we move forward and, and I think it's good for us to talk about that so the first thing is is control only what you can control you know a pandemic is not controllable yeah. i mean there are things you can do to control yourself maybe where where you go who you're with um safety measures you know we could go into all the medical aspect that i love to go into but there's certain things that you just can't control yeah. you know you can't control what's going around 
in our country, in our world. You can't control um, the emotions that are going to come together when we're we're just so much together as a family, right? But there's but the things you can control, you control, and the things you can't, yep. you have to really learn to let that go. Yeah. And I think another one is really life's going to look different. When you mm. think about what we talked about last week, we talked about crisis last week. Crisis and crises are going to change the course and direction of your world. And I believe that we have to realize that, yes, after this yeah. pandemic and even during the pandemic, because it's still a pandemic, um, life does look different, but it can be a really good thing. I think it creates new spaces. I, get, I think it causes couples to be really be creative to value one another and to look at that quality time sometimes is quantity time mm. and so i think we have to look at everything different but different can be good and i think you need to pace yourself i think um we have to look at this as not a sprint you know we're in track season so our youngest luke runs track so now we're totally all our mindset's going to go to track and it's not a sprint it's a marathon. And I think that the distance is what we have to learn that this is a journey right now we're on. We don't know when this is going to change. We don't know if we're wearing masks next year for school year. We don't know what the summer is going to look like, yeah. but we need to learn to pace ourselves and just continue with the good um, habits and good you know, things that we've set up and not get into bad habits throughout this. Yeah. And I think the last thing is that we have to realize that we're on the same team. And you've, you've heard us say this before, that our kids know that, that we are priority one. That's a huge part of even during a pandemic because there was times where the kids try to pit us against each totally. other. Each other against totally. one another. Yep. All the time. And it was one of those things that we really had to say, we have to be on the same team more than ever. And if we're not, we're going to find ourselves in trouble and angry and frustrated with one another. And so being on the same team has been a top priority. And I think that's the thing that I've loved most about the pandemic for us is that I feel like you and I are more on the same team than we've ever been over the last 24 years. And when you're on the same team with your spouse, you want to spend time with them. You want to be with them because they're your biggest fan they're your biggest teammate biggest cheerleader on, on both sides you to me and me to you yeah. and so it's something that we've we've really have learned well i can honestly say when we when the pandemic hit we went for a walk and i got i got very emotional i'm like i'm concerned about this pandemic i'm concerned for the pandemic about our country i'm concerned about the pandemic for the church i'm concerned about the pandemic for families notice how i said all those like big picture of the country for churches and for families and our prayers has been that that during and post this pandemic that we would come out better mm. better any, yeah. any last thoughts i think it's really important during these times to um and this is what i could say that to really sharpen each other and I think that's important because there's times during this where I have been extremely stressed out and I'm not sure I'm going to be able to make that next step. And you've been that support for me. And then there's been times that you felt like that. And at least I hope I've been that support for you um, because there's going to be so much emotion in a roller coaster during this uncertainty time. Same for our children. And I think as a couple, if we are together on this and yeah. we're there for each other it's going to just spill out to our children yeah 
Yeah, and so today our episode was partnering through the pandemic. I really hope that when you watch this that you take some some notes, some pointers, because um, I would say more than ever, we have, we have studied one another and studied the situation so that we would come out better. And so we want to thank you for joining us for One Times One. Once again, I'm Rob. And I'm Sue. And we are the Parkers. Have a great day, everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs>